redo this. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna redo this. They oh, not. I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we will search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Culpa by King's Kaleidoscope. What's happening, podcast world? It's Tim Wilson here, Fluent Grace Podcast, alongside of uh, Tyler. Mr. Tyler's back with us. Hola, amigos. Tyler's a bit distracted right now, though, so if you don't hear much from him, or if you hear something that you think is suspect, it's because he's not paying any attention to the current podcast that's right that's right i am uh i am updating our social media platform graphics which we're going to blame on like russian hacking or something like that i didn't even ask permission i'm just doing it <laughs> tyler is the russian hackers folks so if you ever hear about it it's tyler behind the scenes doing that if you like it give us a thumbs up you got to say you like it if not it will go right back to the way it was very soon no feelings will be hurt that's right. And you know what? It may go back to the way it was, whether you like it or not. We'll That's right. Because <laughs> Tim's, Tim's the brains behind this operation here, folks. Well, I don't know about that. But uh, I do, actually, I do. if you're putting on there what I've seen before, I do like that. And it is nice. So back to our, like, I think we had a discussion a few weeks ago about making T-shirts. Mm. So is this the graphic that you showed me that we could make T-shirts just out saying. of? just we, saying. We could. We could. We yeah. could. So, if you're listening to this, do us a favor. When you see this on social media, and if you would wear a t-shirt with this logo on it, let us know. T-shirts will be $50. $25 will go to Tyler LaFoy Enterprises. And $25 will go to Fluent Grace Podcast. <laughs> That's right. We still need to buy microphones, a computer, a recorder. Hey, we need a whole studio, actually. So, if We're we going to go some... to get Tim a MacBook fund. That's true. I need one of those as well. The fact that we are even getting out in the radio airwaves is a miracle so you know buy us buy some t-shirts and uh help us support the podcast that's right endeavor so anyway um let me update it will not let me update the cover photo does that I have mean to do it on a computer it let me update the profile picture though oh. we have a new profile picture okay i wonder if that means that i set the permissions to where only i could change it if so that was a genius move on my mm-hmm. part touche <laughs> Touche. Uh, which I now know in the in the future. That's what I need to do. What How you doing? About, what How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Good. Doing we good. are uh, actually at episode, we're going to call this 19.1. 19.1, Why 19.1? Well, just because I didn't want to make it to 20 just yet. Because hmm. uh, we are missing Colin. The Colin is absent. R.I.P. Yep. Well, not really R.I.P. I hope not. No, just for the day. Okay. Although he might be buried in final exams. Mm. Mm. So... He is taking the finals for his summer classes in whatever school it is. Making uh, more money than me and Tim. That's right. He's taking these tests so he can make more money than us. And, hey, he may be able to sponsor our could. you know, whole podcast. Uh, Colin, would you like to sponsor a hungry minister <laughs> for only thirty nine ninety nine a month? 
you can sponsor me a dinner to a nice restaurant. I was going to say, dude, where are you eating for 39 that's bucks right. a month? <laughs> crystals. <laughs> One half a crystal <laughs> One, a day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that'll feed Tyler. So anyway, Colin's not with us, so we're going to wait to get to episode 20 because I feel like 20 is kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah, so we're going and to. the Colin is a big deal. The Colin is definitely a big deal. Uh, we could not do this without the Colin, and so we want to properly give him the recognition he deserves on episode number 20. This is true. All that being said, this is episode 19.1. Glad you're here with us. If this episode gets 1,000 listens, Tim will get a lip ring for episode 20. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I will not. Oh. But... I feel like everybody who just heard you say that knew what my answer was going to be. So mm, True, true. Yeah. Colin will get a lip ring for Colin episode might. 20. Yeah, Colin might. He's young, and he can do that kind of stuff. Actually, we, we'll, we'll excuse the lip ring. We'll just take him to Claire's and get his ears, <laughs> pier- and get his ears pierced for episode 20, if this gets a, a thousand listens. This single episode, yep. a thousand listens. We will tranquilize the Colin if we have to, to make this happen. Or, you know, after his week of finals, my guess is he's going to pass out at some point this week. True. So there is no need of tranquilization. So we'll just walk over there with a staple gun and just shoot it right there, or a little nail. Did you ever watch the old uh, Parent Trap movie? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you need the lemon and a, what did they use, a nail? It's like an apple and a, yeah, a nail and a hammer. (laughs) Oh, that makes me cringe. (laughs) Just, I, do people actually do that, I wonder? Like, is that actually a thing? You know what we could do? We could get one of those like handheld <laughs> hole, hole punches no. and take the little safety no. guard on there. No, just take that bad boy off. Don't they do that for cows? Oh gosh, I don't know. I, I think don't. that's how they tag cows. <laughs> <laughs> that's starting to sound like a Saw movie. That's right. Colin, we need you back. <laughs> Come on back. Uh, anyway, so uh, no Colin today. It's just me and Tyler holding down the fort. If you liked Preston. Last week, or I guess that was two weeks ago, let us know on the social medias. We enjoyed having him with us. I gave so. it a listen. He would be a solid replacement, I'm just saying. If yeah. I, whenever yeah. I retire, he'd be a solid replacement. Yeah. When when Tyler's down with his uh, margaritas on the beach, That's we're right. calling Preston up. This is true. Preston. I would totally out. go for a margarita in a beach right now. I'm just throwing yeah. that out there. Hey, we did have something cool last week uh, happen, though. Uh, we got 17 listens from the great country of Spain. What? 17 really? listens. Yeah, so like we've had listens from a number of different countries, which we'll probably go into a little bit more on our real episode 20. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool because I checked out the stats, and there are 17 listens uh, from Spain. You have Spaniard friends? Uh, I do now. Oh. We just became friends. I don't know their names. I don't know who you are, but I like you. If you are a Spaniard... And you listen to this podcast, go write that on the social media accounts. What are those, Tim? Our social media is Instagram, at Fluent Grace Podcast. Twitter is not on Twitter, so don't R.I.P. Twitter. That's right. Get out of here, Twitter. Uh, Facebook, Fluent Grace Podcast, or you can send us an email at Fluent Grace Podcast. Well, no, not at Fluent Grace Podcast. The email address is Podcast at gmail.com. Boom. So there you go. Send us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. What interesting story do you have for us today, Tim? Uh, I don't have any interesting story necessarily, but I did see something interesting the other day okay, that I feel like we could talk about and would be entertaining. Okay. So I, uh, I'm an Apple user. I have Apple products. Besides a MacBook. I do not have a MacBook. That's the one Apple product I'm missing. Uh, shout out to my 
wonderful wife, she actually bought me an Apple Watch the other day. Ooh, so fancy. I now have one more Apple product than I did nice. this time last month. I haven't made that plunge yet. Uh, it's pretty cool. Let me see. What's it's it pretty like? cool. Ooh. It's got these, like, nice. I've got the big grandpa numbers on it, okay. so I really can't miss the time at all. Is that the waterproof one? Can you swim in that one? Yeah. Ooh. It's pretty sweet. And apparently there's some button button that I can push that uh, it looks like a raindrop. And apparently it does something inside the watch that if you get it wet, you push this button and it like takes care of all the water that's inside the watch. I have no idea how that wow. works. But anyway, it's kind of cool. Anyway, all that to say, Apple products. I was on the Apple App Store the other day and I came across something that was a little bit surprising. Uh, virtual pets. Oh, here we go. Virtual pets. It says pets without the mess. <laughs> you can get <laughs> my very hungry caterpillar or the follow me dragon app. Oh my gosh. To where you can have your very own dragon with you at all times on your phone. Wow. And there's no mess, there's nothing to clean up. What you, would you ever get one of these apps? Welcome Tyler? to 2019. Tim. Yes, yes. This is what we've resulted to. Dragons, virtual dragons mm-hmm. that we call our pets. You can even pay $2.99 for a fishing app where you get your own little sea aquarium pets. Wow. Augmented reality. Mm. We should do Adopt a Cow. We should partner with our friends in Mississippi for the Adopt a Cow app. For so you're 10, saying we should create our own app? Yeah, for nine ninety nine a month, we send out people people a picture of a cow, and your sponsorship keeps this cow off my plate. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't make your payments, this cow is then sent to the hamburger patty place and made into tasty burgers. Mm-hmm. So, but they only do that in Mississippi, right? That's right, only Mississippi. Yeah, only Mississippi's. Mississippians kill cows. That's right. We don't do that here in Alabama. We're more civilized. Right. We shoot deer. (laughs) (laughs) And ducks and snakes. Have you ever been snake hunting? No, I hate snakes. Oh my goodness. Snake hunting is so much fun. Oh, I hate snakes, dude. When is there when has snakes ever been a positive thing? Ever since the beginning of time. It's just they're not good. I mean That's true. They just that's Which is why it's fun to shoot them. It is Satan's animal. But it's why it's fun to shoot them. You should come snake hunting with us one time. Uh, only if I have a flamethrower. That's fine. Bring your own. Come on. <laughs> Elon Musk, I'm going to need one of your flamethrowers if you'd like to sponsor this podcast and send me a flamethrower. Uh, you and Colin both. Colin was going off on how he didn't like snakes the other day, too. Oh, I hate them, dude. That might have been in like the long-lost episode that we recorded but didn't actually publish. Kind of like the T-Town Python, the yeah. elusive T-Town right. Python. Uh, all those memes that were out there on the Python. I'll tell you an interesting story I saw. Yeah. So this weekend, the Fortnite World Championship apparently happened in England. Filled a flipping football stadium with spectators to watch kids play video games. The winner walked away with $3 million. What what do you do? You just sit there and play video games? So the picture I saw was a – and, dude, I'm not kidding. It was a full-size football stadium. Full of people. Is this like uh, Wembley Stadium? Upper, yeah, like upper deck, lower deck, full Golly. of people watching TVs of children playing video games. 50 bucks says those same kids playing the video games have the Follow Me Dragon app in their feed. 
they're, they're feeding their little <laughs> dragon, you know, on the side. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. I got to stop playing. I got to go feed my caterpillar. <laughs> if you have the Fonley <laughs> dragon out, welcome to the podcast where you get roasted. <laughs> uh, throw out to all the 90s kids who had Tamagotchis. <laughs> we'll roast you too. You know why? Because I can roast Furbies? myself. I had, a, I had a Furby and a Tamagotchi. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, if it was a big thing, if it was ever a thing, yeah. my family went through it. Like the fads? Beanie Babies had them all. Oh, yeah. Dude, I wish I still had them. We do, and they're, they're still down in the... My parents dude, still have like a, those things, man. I don't, I don't think we have any of the valuable ones. We just kind of got the, <sighs> the real generic ones, you know, so now we just have tubs of <laughs> furry things with beans in them. Uh, I used to love those things back in the day. I'm telling you, dude, we, we had the Furby, we had Tamagotchis, Beanie Babies, you name it. Hmm. Well, then I will say something about 2019. At least Follow Me Dragon is not taking up space in a closet this somewhere. <laughs> this is true. At least you can delete that much. That's right. You know, you can get rid of it easily. You know, There's no shame in that game. You just delete the app. Yep. It's not nobody, gathering dust. Nobody ever knows that you had the Follow Me Dragon app. <laughs> Oh, what I a world. I still got those possessed Furbies in a closet somewhere. Yeah. Were those the ones that talked? I never oh, had yeah, one of those. Oh, yeah, with the big old beady eyes. Yeah. They're creepy. Yeah. They, uh, what was it they came out a few years ago? Hatchimals? Did you see those? I know that was past your, mm-hmm. like, yeah, no. cool toy days, but mm-hmm. it was like an egg, like a large plastic egg that apparently at some point in time broke open and there was stuff inside the egg. Like there was a little bird in there or something? Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Next. What are we talking about today? There we go. We know Tyler's back because we got the what are we talking about today. So we, uh, like I said, we are episode 19.1. So what we're going to do is we're just going to continue what we talked about last episode, uh, which was verses taken out of context. Ooh, my favorite. Yeah. We hate you missed out on last week because we had some good ones. Uh, Philippians 4.13. Mm. Uh, Joe talked about like a... The athletes, how they like to... Oh, yeah. Ripped on Tim Tebow a little bit. Oh. Would appreciated mm-hmm. that. He needs to be humbled every now and then. Yeah. You know, he's not good looking enough, doesn't have enough money. Yeah. So... It's not like he's marrying Miss Universe or something yeah, like that. Yeah. You, know, you know, know. No big deal. Um, So we talked 413. We talked Matthew 7, 1. Oh, is that the judge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Judge not, you be mm-hmm. not judged. Only God can judge me. That's right. Oh, really? That's not what the scriptures say. <laughs> Uh, then we talked, oh, what was the other one we did? It was, uh, Psalm 37, four, Matthew six thirty three. What is the, ma- uh, the Psalm one? Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Oh, vomit. Connected very closely to the Matthew six thirty three. seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness and all these things will be added unto mm. you. Not vomit as in that's a bad verse. It's a very good verse. It's vomit as in how it gets distorted. Right. Good clarification there. Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Yep. So that was last week's verses. Uh, This week we're going to hit on about three more of them, kind of talk through them a little bit. Okay. Uh, See see where we go with this. So I got one. What you got? How about Jeremiah 2911? Hey. We see this one thrown out a lot at graduations. and You're going Old Testament. I am. I am. Because major such a popular prophet. one, such a popular one. For those who may have no idea what that verse actually says, um, it says this. Let's see. My mom just texted me about eating country fried steak tonight. Sign me up. We're boy. all in, Tyler's mom. We will see you shortly. That's right. 
Um, anyways, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare. Hold on. Yeah, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. I think the NIV is a little bit different to plans to give you a hope and a future. Is that what it? I don't know NIV, about that you NIV. NIV. You the NIV? What I, do you got over there? I do not. I have the ESV. Mm. You're a good Reformed person yeah. over there. Is that what you're reading from over I there? Am. Yeah. Uh, I can probably look it up on the old. Yeah, let's, let's pull that up. Here. Let's pull that up. I think it might be a little easier to read. Yeah. I never realized that verse in the ESV is kind of um, it's as different as it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me read the ESV one more time. It says this: For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a hope in the future. I think one of them talks about prospering and. Uh-huh. That's the one that I've learned. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, so declares the Lord, plans to prosper, prosper you, uh, give you a lot of money, plans to give you a nice house <laughs> and right. a you know a good car. Or every day's a Friday. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No Mondays. Not to uh, knock on a certain TV evangelist, <laughs> <clears throat> but to knock on a certain TV evangelist. Um, anyways, yeah. So so that's a pretty big one, Tim. You want to hit on 2911. that? 2911. Here oh, we go. Oh, what do you got? What NIV. Trans- oh, NIV. What does NIV stand for? New International Version. International Version. Here we go. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Huh. That's it. What's the message version say? Oh, I bet that's good. <laughs> Yo, dog. <laughs> that's good. Let's see here. Message. I got your agenda to give you the Lambo. <laughs> Is it the message or just mess? Oh, the message. Here we go. By the way, the message is not a translation. It's a paraphrase. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, true. Uh, so it groups verses 10 and 11 together. Oh, read that. Read that for us. This is God's word on the subject. <laughs> yes. As soon as Babylon's 70 years are up and not a day before, I'll show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. There you go. Which, in one sense, uh, that, in a lot of ways, is less out of context than how right. we sometimes read it. That's true. You know, a lot of people knock the message, but honestly, like if I'm, if I'm about to preach or something and I'm looking for like a, a one-liner to like kind of... Mm-hmm hit home what I'm trying to go to. I'm hitting up the message to sure. see what it says. Sure. I'm just saying. Yeah. Now the message if you look at it not through the lens of it being a translation because it's not. Right. It's helpful. Right. Yeah, I mean you can paraphrase scripture and it be very helpful. Yeah, sure. Right? Which is exactly what this does. And I like this because what it does is uh it connects well, it puts this verse in the context of what is being talked about here. You know, God's talking about the people of Israel in their Babylonian captivity. Exactly. So all that to say, use the message, but also <laughs> use the ESV to go along with it. Use the ESV as your primary and your mess, the message as just to, you know, if you need help on something. Yeah. It's kinda... So if you look at, right, the entire chapter, if you go back, uh, read the heading uh, in chapter 29, it's Jeremiah's letter to the exiles the exiles in Babylon. That's right. Uh, They are in a tough place right here. They are in a land that is not their own because of situations that were not their own doing. 
right? They didn't want to go to this land. It's not like they were on the Babylonian cruise ship <laughs> just hanging out. Uh, they were forcibly <laughs> the USS taken. USS Babylon. That's right. They were forcibly taken to this other country and living in this totally different culture, pagan culture. Um, so Jeremiah is writing to them, and one of the things he is saying to them is in verse 11, uh, God is saying, I know the plans I have for you, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Uh, the future and the hope was not for a bunch of good things mm. or not for a bunch of wealth and health and wellness and prosperity necessarily. It was to redeem them out of the situation they were in, That's the right. situation of slavery and the situation of um, being in a land not their own. Right. Um, that's ultimately what God's talking about here. And why were they there in the first place? Sin. Because they were unfaithful, just like we are. Hmm. You know, we're, we're real quick, this is completely off topic, to always like condemn the Israelites, how stupid they are. Oh, yeah. But like, we are the exact same way. Yep. <laughs> the exact same way. We are Israel. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. So, you know, when, when it says here, uh, I will give you a future and a hope. Well, what is our future and our hope? I think our future and our hope is a relationship with Christ and life with Christ. That's right. Jesus is your hope and future. Exactly. Um, if, if anything other than Christ is your hope and future, then you might want to question what you're placing your hope and future in. Your hope and future isn't big enough. That's right. You have small dreams. If you could go to heaven without Jesus, would you even want heaven? Good question. I wouldn't. I don't want it. Yeah, which is not something a lot of us think about because we just want the good stuff in heaven. That's right. We want the stuff. Um, Let me get out my chisel on that yellow bit row, dog. <laughs> I'm going to go paw on that stuff. Uh, Tyler would swipe one of them bricks and put it in his walkway. Notice how I just said yellow brick road like we're talking about <laughs> Wizard of Oz and not streets of gold. You know what I'm saying. You know, same thing. When you mix your theology with Disney movies. <laughs> is, is that a Disney movie? I don't know. It's old. Man, I have a, I'm pretty sure I have ADD. That's how my brain like jumps just like that. That's why you're good at doing podcasts. That fast, man. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So that's Jeremiah 29, 11. I think it's also good to. Uh, so what does it not mean, Tim? So just for clarity. What uh, is it not prosper? Like what is, what does it mean to not? It does not mean that God's plan for everybody who reads this verse is to have a lot of money in their bank account. That's a good it, point. it doesn't mean that God's plan for everybody who reads this verse is to not have anything bad ever happen to them or that my personal hopes will always be fulfilled. Kind of like the guy who penned this actual book right here, Jeremiah, Prophet Jeremiah. Actually, I think they think that Baruch, the guy who lived life with Jeremiah, actually penned the book. But anyways, he's penning it from Jeremiah's perspective. Tyler means penning as in he wrote it, not yeah. as in he is pinning it on social media. <laughs> there is a difference, 2019. I'm it on my Pinterest board. <laughs> um, anyways, think about Jeremiah's life. The Lord comes to him, you're going to go be a prophet. Nobody's going to follow you. <laughs> like, you're going to be rejected. You know, like Jeremiah didn't have a, a beautiful life. You know, like you're going to go proclaim a message that people aren't going to listen to. You know, and so what does that what does that mean? You know, like it can't mean it's going to be unicorns and sunflowers mm -hmm. or even Paul's perspective. I mean, well, it's very similar to what we talked about last week in the, you know, delighting yourself in the Lord and him giving us the desire of our hearts. You know, we like to flip that around and we want the desires of our hearts to be met, so then we decide, well, I must 
need to delight myself in the Lord, right? Well, it's exactly opposite of how it should be. You know, you start with delighting in the Lord. You start with seeking His kingdom. Um, and then, uh, as we seek Him, our desires change toward the things that are of God and are of His kingdom. And those are the things that the Lord uh, then blesses us with. Absolutely. Uh, which is ultimately more of Himself. And it gives you the right perspective. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, in, and I don't say this to desensitize what it was, but like I think of Jim Elliott, you know, and being a missionary to the uh, tribes in Ecuador, and he goes down there and he proclaims the gospel, and what ends up happening? What's his prosperous future? He gets a, a spear through him, you know, and he yeah. gets mar- he becomes a martyr. Yep. You know, like, where, where does that verse break down? Like, what is prosperous? What is a hopeful future? So in Jim Elliott's case, was this verse... Not for Jim Elliot. No, because Jim Elliot. No, it was. It was honest and true because Jim, through Jim Elliot's perspective, mm-hmm. the Lord's glory was far more precious in his life. Absolutely. And that's his hope. And that's yep. where he's going to prosper. Yep. Is in the reality of who God is and who, and who, and who, what, who Christ is and what he's done for Jim Elliot. I think as we read on, uh, this is helpful too. If you go into verses 12 and 13, even 14, it says, um, Well, let me just read 11, and I'll keep going. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Verse 12, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. Mm. Um, So I think verse 13 is key right there. It says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Um, The important thing is seeking the Lord. Yep. I mean, that's it. It's not trying to seek um, welfare or money or position or fame or popularity or um, boyfriends or girlfriends or college degrees or um, athletic scholarships or whatever it is, you know, fill in the blank. When that is our goal and our desire, then we are dreaming far too small. Our goal and desire should be to seek the Lord. And when that is the case, um, then He uh, will bless us with a future and a hope, which is more than we could ever imagine on our own. And that's not to say the Lord's against relationships and college degrees and stuff, but it's having the right perspective towards it. That's not your ultimate hope. Because if it is and it doesn't work out, then your ultimate hope, I mean, that just crumbles, you know? Yeah. And then what do you have? Nothing. Yeah. 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 What, what else you got, Tim? What else you got? That's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Let's uh, flip over to John chapter 8. That's a fun one. Uh, I actually saw a billboard, <coughs> not a billboard, a church marquee sign that had this verse. Oh. Please tell me, what did it say? Do you remember? It just had the it verse. It just had the verse. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's another topic. We ought to jump on that oh, at some that point. That would be good. Church marquee signs. I saw one while you're flipping to find that. I was coming back from the beach. Um, and it said, like, hey, Satan. Or, or no, hey, Alabama. Satan called. He wants his weather back. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. That's pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. If we had a marquee, <laughs> I might vote to put that one out there. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of weather, I was outside digging a ditch on Saturday. Really? That was rough. Oh, yeah. yeah we missed you at the, the party. Oh, yeah. I was definitely sweating it out, digging ditches we and moving cinder blocks. Yeah, that's what I heard. All right. Uh, John chapter 8. 
this is after uh, the account of the woman caught in adultery. Uh, this is after Jesus talking about him being the light of the world. Uh, he says down here in verse 32, and I'm just going to read this verse because it's the one taken out of context. It says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Hmm. Ever heard that one taken out of context? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to th- run through my head here. Kind of give me a piggyback off that and tell me what um, so, you've seen it used. Yep, so the focus on that, I've seen that one in movies a lot, right? You're watching a movie, and uh, let's say the good guys, whether that's the cops or whatever it is, catches the bad guys, and they're just trying to get them to confess to a crime or whatever, and the line is thrown out, hey, just tell the truth. If you tell the truth, it'll set you free, mm-hmm. and you will get to go free. All you got to do is tell the truth. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter the crime you committed. Tell the truth, and it'll set you free. Hmm. So the focus here is on telling the truth in order to get something in return. Hmm. So the idea, if if I verbally tell the truth, then I will get something that I think I deserve, or I will get out of something that might be painful. Interesting. And that's not what Jesus is talking about at all. Yeah. I think the focus here is too much on our current situation or circumstance where what Jesus says here is you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. What about John 14, 6? What is truth? John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So what this verse is saying is if you, um, you will know the truth, Jesus is the truth, the truth will be what sets you free. So it's not talking about just being honest. It's not your moralism. Right, exactly. Good way to put it right there. It's not moralism and just you know saying the right thing. It's knowing Jesus. Jesus is the one that will set you free. Maybe not physically here on you know this earth, right? If you commit a crime, if you go rob a bank, you may confess Jesus as Lord. Guess what? You're still going to be sitting in jail to pay for the crime you committed. <laughs> That's true. That's I hope true. you will be, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, man, what what if that was a thing? Like in prisons, like if you just become a Christian, we can re- release you. Oh, There's man. a great revival breaking out amongst <laughs> the U.S. prisoner oh, system. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, let's not ever do that. Yeah. Right? You'll get every kind of awful criminal out there just saying something. That's right. Trying to get out of their sentence, but um. So yeah, it's not about you know trying to get out of something like that. It's about confessing Jesus, and um, you know He will set you free. Uh, will He set you free physically from the consequences of whatever action it was that you participated in? No, not at all. But there will be a freedom, uh, a spiritual freedom that takes place. the The grip of Satan will be loosed, uh, so that even in whatever situation you find yourself. Again, let's connect this back to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Right, you have a future and a hope because you're in Christ. Right, the future and the hope is not that you will just get out of jail free and have all this good stuff. It is that even in your situation, um, you know Christ and have that relationship with Him. We're so material driven. Like we always want something. Like, and that might be a good. Um, that might just be a good litmus test for like if we're taking Scripture out of context. If we're putting I in the scripture, like what can I get from this? You're probably twisting it. Scripture's not yeah. about you. It's about Jesus. Yeah, it's not your story. That's right. 
There's we, huge implications. There's huge implications for you. Yep. But it's not about you. Yep. And we play a huge role in it. And it's <laughs> our sin plays a huge role. <laughs> yeah. Which is oh, why man. we're even having this conversation, right? If right. if we did not have to deal with sin and its effects on our daily life, then we would never right. take scripture out of context. So Well, that's the beauty too. I mean, that's the whole book of Acts in the New Testament is you get to see the Lord being gracious and even though we know how wicked we are, he's gracious in allowing us to play a small part in his grand story of redemption. Yep. All right, John 8, last one. Oh, I got one. You I got, got one. one for us. What you got? I think it is 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, And so this one is not so much the, the verse, but the implications from the verse that we walk away with, which I guess is twisting the verse. Yep. Okay, but anyways, it says this, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So this verse is where the whole famous, God won't give you more than you can handle, comes from. That's a big poop emoji right there. <laughs> that is the biggest twisting of Scripture I've ever seen in my life. Because God will absolutely give you more than you can handle. And I'll go a step further in saying it's a grace that He does. It's not fun to think about. It's not fun to think about. But at the end of the day, it doesn't leave you beating your chest. It leaves you on your knees desperate for His intervention. Hmm. So. so I think... To your point here, so if we look at the exact phrasing of this text, it says, He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. So I can see where this verse gets taken out of context. Mm -hmm. Because if you just take those words right there, it would seem to indicate that it, the responsibility is all on me to weasel my way out of some situation and that I've got the ability to do so. Uh, obviously, this verse is talking specific to temptation, right? I think a lot of times people take this and apply it to other things that may not be directly related to temptation. Right. So um, maybe it's, you know. Suffering or. Yeah, exactly. Suffering or job stress or any number of things, right, that, that we think that we have some ability to control. Mm-hmm. But we stop there. Right after the comma is really important. It says, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape. He has provided the way of escape. The ability is not ours in order to figure a way out of it. It's just to take the door that he gave us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, that's where the, if we're being honest, you can read all of those words exactly as they're written, and there is absolutely no, there's no problem there. Because he's the one that's given us the way to escape. We just got to open our eyes and take it. Yep. I mean, if he, if he does, if if God doesn't give you more than you can handle, then explain verses like Second Corinthians, chapter twelve, verse nine, that says this. But he said to me, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me." If you are capable of hand, handling everything, then you have no weakness. Therefore, you have no need 
for Christ. So that, I mean, just that idea is baloney, you know? I really like that, that chapter 12, uh, verse 9. If you look back up in chapter 11, verses 16 through really the end of the chapter there, 16 through 33, 2 Corinthians 11, 16 through 33, Paul talks about his sufferings as an apostle. Uh, he goes down verse 23. Now I'm going to go back up, verse 21. Uh, whatever anyone dares to boast of, I am speaking as a fool. I also dare to boast of that. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they offspring of Abraham? So am I. Servants of Christ? I'm a better one. I am talking like a madman with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, <laughs> countless beatings, often near death. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews 40 lashes less one. Five times. That means he was almost whipped yeah. to death five times. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, let's not miss that. <laughs> Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned also something that was meant to produce death. Uh, three times I was shipwrecked. God, after time number one, I yeah. wouldn't be getting on the water yeah, anymore. I'm telling you, dude. Right? Stay off the boats. Uh, three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea on frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, and toil and hardship. Through many sleepless nights and hunger and thirst, often without food and cold and exposure, and apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for the churches. Who is weak, and I am not weak? Who is made to fall, and I am not indignant? This dude went through some stuff. <laughs> he didn't even talk about how he got bitten by a snake. Oh, yeah. Throw that in there as well. Speaking um, of snakes. Yeah. Uh, this dude went through some stuff. But what does he say in that verse that you read? Even through all those different things that he went through, God's grace was sufficient in his weakness. And I love that. He doesn't say, all the things I went through, I'm sufficient. Mm -hmm. My strength, I'm sufficient. Mm -hmm. You know, my abilities, I'm sufficient. He said, it's only by God's grace that yep. is sufficient. So the way of escape talked about then in 1 Corinthians is not... Let's take, for example, his uh, the shipwrecks, right? Three shipwrecks. Um, again, 1 Corinthians is talking about temptation, but we're talking here about how this verse is taken out of context. If we're to take that verse out of context and say that it is meaning God will always provide us a way of escape because we do not get more than we can handle, uh, Paul, if he would have done that, he could have said, well, there is a way out of this ship, so I will not wreck that's right. That's not what happened at all. <laughs> He's still wrecked, and he was still able to say God's grace is sufficient. So I think that's one of the ways that God provides the way of escape. He gives us his grace so that uh, in these things that we can stand firm, and we don't have to fall, not because of any ability that I have on my own, but because of the grace given to me in Christ. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. So that's 2 Corinthians. No, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Yeah. God will give you more than you can handle. So, man, we should do it. We need to do an episode on like horrible Christian statements. Like, mm. God will give you more than you can handle or follow your heart. Mm. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Maybe next. Uh, sorry, I pulled a Tyler right there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just hit sorry. the microphone. 
Uh, that was Tyler, folks, not me. That's right. Uh, yeah, that sounds fun. Maybe next week when we get the Colin back for our official horrible Christian advice. Here's your question, podcast world. Would you listen to something titled Horrible Christian Advice? Check yes if you would. <laughs> oh, so anyway, do that's 19.1. Do we have a, a a Colin thing today? The we Or would it be wrong to do it without Colin? I feel like it'd almost be wrong to do it without that's Colin. True. That's true. Because I don't. Um, I could make up something. Oh, let's make up one. Is this is this a real a real <laughs> statement or a or a fake statement? Real you decide. Or the onion. Which, by the way, did y'all like our uh real uh Mississippi or the onion last week? How about that? Let us know, podcast world. We need advice. Tyler was chomping at the bits to get in on some of that. But I was. I hate I missed it. Yeah. Uh real or not real. Uh the world record. This took place in South Africa. A local man tried to see how many African elephants he could fit into a high school gymnasium. How many did he get, Tim? 27. 27 full-size elephants? Full-size. Into a South African gymnasium. That's right. High school gymnasium. High school gymnasium. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Fact or fiction? You decide. That's right. Maybe Maybe it's real, maybe it's not. You should do a poll. (laughs) <laughs> you should do it. Tim will do an Instagram poll. Uh, I will, and I will put on there just fact or fiction, and you have to respond after hearing this. And then you'll tell them whether it was a, the truth next week. Oh, okay. Next, you got to come yeah. back and listen next week. That's fair. So I will totally have forgotten by next week. So Tim's going to have to remember <laughs> um, to come through and say if that. What was do you real. think, Tyler? Fact or fiction? Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go fact. I was going fact. You heard it, you've heard it here first, folks. I'm going fact. So I think they have plenty of room to make big gymnasiums in South Africa. They have big elephants over there too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hey, you know what the elephant says, right? What's that? Roll tide. (laughs) Wow. That was like the first wow. thing I taught Jace. Wow. You know, when you have a kid and you're teaching them all the animal sounds, what does the dog say? Woof, woof. What does the cat say? Meow. What does the elephant say? Roll tide. Wow. Nice. That's called a parenting win right that there. That is a parenting win. That is a dad, that's a dad joke right there. That's one of those things I pat myself on the back for. That's, that is a pretty good one. When I'm going to sleep at an, night. An actual elephant noise would be extremely difficult to make. Since Colin was not here this week, <laughs> next next week we're starting off with Colin making an elephant noise. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear him make a giraffe. I mean, both. If you're listening to this, Colin, next week. Yeah, start practicing, buddy. Giraffe and elephant. Yeah. And we will figure out which is which. You just do the noises. Yep. And then we'll do a poll for next week. <laughs> Decide which was which. All right, I'm out of here. That's it. We are done with 19.1. So go hit us up on the social medias, Facebook and Instagram, Fluent Grace Podcast. Send us a question if you want us to talk about it, fluentgracepodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we will say adios. We will be back next week. Deuces. We out. <laughs>